0: Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine or spirits one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine spirits, food so much more. This week, we're going to be tasting and gearing up for St. Patrick's Day with John Roosing of Bad Decisions. We're tasting two of his favorite Irish whiskeys. I'm a little scared, and then he's going to introduce us to a special St. Patrick's Day cocktail he created especially for us. I think that's right, John. Yep. John Murasing is the owner of Bad Decisions, and I think he owns a sausage company too. Ostrowskis. Uh, Uh Ah, Ostrowskis. I knew. I knew it was. Um, (laughs) You have such a great combination of things there, right? So, all right, St. Patrick's Day, it's coming. I'm Tuesday, I like kind of excited about St. Patrick's them. on a Tuesday <laughs> because it keeps the amateurs at home.
1: Well, that weekend before will be
0: yeah, that'll be bonkers. crazy. But I only go out on the actual St. Patrick's Day. It's just a thing
1: for That's us. The more dedicated, yeah, drunks. Will be out. <laughs> I mean connoisseurs.
0: Exactly, exactly. All right, so what say you about Irish whiskey? I mean, I guess this is what you think people should be drinking on St. Patrick's Day, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, at least in between.
1: You know, beer. crappy beer with green food coloring in it. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the attraction. Pass. There's, I'll pass. There's just so much good Irish whiskey out there, and there's more and more every year. There's new companies popping up. Just like we have over here, there's bourbon companies popping up left and right. We're getting mm. a ton of new Irish whiskeys available, or the big companies are trying to push the envelope and put out cooler things. Right. So I have today something from a big company that's really kind of an amazing product. Um, okay. super underpriced for how good it is. Okay. And then one of these new baby Irish Up and whiskey Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably most of your listeners won't have heard of either of these, but you will see them on the shelves in the liquor stores this week. Okay. Um, and probably at really good pricing because they're trying to they're all trying to take a little of Jameson's market share away.
0: Mm, I know. I told you my husband got to go to Ireland for a week for his 40th birthday Awesome. with his guy friends i didn't get to go and all i saw was one picture of him outside the jameson plant that's it i'm like no countryside no nothing that's Um, probably all
1: he remembers too that (laughs) one picture
0: (laughs) so all right what do we have here as our first whiskey
1: okay so of the
0: day and it is noon so we're okay yeah (laughs) here you go chris We've got to have the producer yeah. has to be tasting with us. Okay. What do we have? So, now, these are, you told me these are official whiskey tasting glasses.
1: It's called a Glen Karen glass, and it was designed to drink scotch out of. Okay. But, you know, we won't tell anybody we're drinking Irish whiskey out of them. I think it'll be okay. Okay. And it's designed literally to capture the aromas of the whiskey. So you're getting all the smells that you should be getting while you're sipping it. Um, and also, it's just a cool looking glass. So. I love it.
0: <laughs> All right. So what? How? So, school me. So what school we're drinking? Me. What do here, I do here?
1: This is called Teeling's, um, and the reason this one's cool is they do really small batch production, which you know a lot of producers are bragging about their small batch production now, and that just means it's a real focus on quality rather than the churn and burn method. And then they're doing a secondary aging in rum barrels. Oh. So you're getting like this rich, sweet caramel yeah. flavor from these rum barrels. So a lot of the Irish whiskeys we're used to, they're just slamming it into a used bourbon barrel.
0: <laughs> he makes it sound so romantic. <laughs> slamming it.
1: Let it hang out for a couple of years and then <laughs> ship it back over here and we shoot it with a beer. Oh. These are more sippers. Uh, okay. There's a lot of flavor. It smells delicious. Well, yeah, you're going to get a lot of vanilla and you'll get a lot of that like that rich sugar. And
0: and what's the proper way to taste so Irish
1: whiskey. Um, just like a scotch or a bourbon, you would, you know, not really nose it like you would a wine, just a little more of a waft. Because okay. if you're just breathing deep, you're just kinda kinda scorch everything with the heavy. Okay.
0: Proof. Just a small sip and then let it sit on your palate.
1: And let it roll across the back of your tongue, because you're trying to get all the areas of your tongue involved.
0: Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot smoother than I expected.
1: And this one is I believe this. You're one gonna is. tell me the proof, aren't you? Yeah, it's it? high. <laughs> That's so. It's really good for what it is. Wow, that yeah. you
0: know, it's really smooth, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. It really.
1: So this is 46. Doesn't have the so bite. Most of our straight spirits we're trying are 80. So this is overproofed compared to our normal, but it's still real smooth.
0: So 46, you double that, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so
0: it's 46 percent alcohol.
1: Right. So it'd be 92 proof. 92 proof. Okay.
0: All right. That's very, very tasty and very smooth.
1: And part of the – so a lot of the other thing that these new companies – and this is bourbon and scotch and Irish whiskey. It's a trend in the industry where we're doing non-chill filtration now. Okay. Anytime you pick up a whiskey bottle and they're bragging about how it's non-chill filtered, that's a good good product. Um, Okay. Chill filtration means we're filtering it by lowering the temperature so the oils that would come out of the barrel – float to the top and they can be scraped off just like if you're skimming a stock or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the oils are where a lot of the aroma and a lot of uh-huh. the flavor is. So what you will get is sometimes you'll get a cloudy bottle because there's oils in it.
0: Okay. But that's where all the flavor is. It's the flavor. So
1: yeah, I'd rather have a cloudy whiskey that they didn't strip the flavor out of.
0: Right. Like personal. unfiltered wines. Exactly. Similar concept. Yep. I like that. Okay. So if you were going to Is this findable in a a retail situation? I'm assuming you serve it at Bad Decisions We do. Um,
1: Um, And I talked to the guy that imports this. So they're moving big in this area this this holiday. So you'll probably be able to find this one like crazy deals at any of the major liquor stores around town. Okay. And they're going to undercut everybody. This is going to be, it'll look like a cheap whiskey for what they're pricing it this year. But it's awesome. But it's
0: not. It's a beautiful presentation. Tealing whiskey, Irish whiskey. I love it.
1: That's great stuff so this, really year, a nice this year this get it for a bargain and then next year it won't be nearly as cheap
0: <laughs> yeah this is the old strategy right get them hooked on it and then raise the price all exactly. right well i feel like uh i'm feeling a little more irish as we speak so we're going to take a quick break on the sipping point we'll be back with john Roosing of bad decisions and your second choice for us in irish whiskey in a moment This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, with the sipping point, and we're getting ready to celebrate St. Patrick's Day on Tuesday. So to help me do that, I have John Roosing, owner of Bad Decisions, best named bar in the country. I mean, really, let's just face it. Um, So you, we've already tasted one of the Irish whiskeys that you think... Are very appropriate for the holiday. Now you have another. What, what are you going to be doing at Bad Decisions for Tuesday for St. Patrick's Day?
1: Um, we're going to offer you know good deals on some of these more unusual Irish whiskeys. We're going to dust off some of the bottles we don't normally have out for the rest of the year. Some of the super rare stuff, and just let people try and you know get a small pour instead of having to do the full right. the full Monty. Yeah, so that way you can drink your way around Ireland.
0: What happens at bad decisions stays at bad decisions, right? (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) All right. So the Teeling Whiskey, maybe you can find that around $20 a bottle, we're thinking, but Uh, we're not quite sure exactly.
1: Definitely sale pricing for the holiday. Uh,
0: And then uh, tell us about the new whiskey in the glass.
1: Okay. So what we're drinking next is Tullamore Dew, which is a a well-known brand. People have heard of this before. But this is a special barreling that they make. It's a 10-year-old single malt. And if you're a Scotch drinker, you know that the the single malt and the age statements are a big deal to people. Right. Um, But the reason that this one is so unique is that they're aging it in four different styles of barrels and then blending it all back together at the end. All right. So let me read it off the bottle here. It is Oloroso Sherry, which is a dry sherry. Mm -hmm. Um, Bourbon barrels, which will get our smoke and our vanilla like any whiskey you'd expect. And then port. And Madeira. Ooh. So there's all these, like, tropical, fruity.
0: Some sweetness yeah. from those. I mean, yeah. there's no sugar in it still, No, but just but... the aromas and the flavors.
1: So this makes a very complex drink. Long finish, just beautiful stuff. Uh, this might be my favorite Irish whiskey on the market right now at any price range, not just at the very reasonable price you can get this wow. bottle for.
0: That's, good. That's really nice. And I don't always mm-hmm. care for the peatiness of mm-hmm. single malt. Scotch. This doesn't have that at all.
1: Well, once upon a time, there was no such thing as a PD Irish whiskey. That was just Scotch. But now people are people are stretching their legs and trying all kinds. Right. So you can find, but an not Irish this. Whiskey. I mean, yeah. you
0: have a little bit of that smoke, but it's very pleasant.
1: Right, and the smoke's strictly coming from our barrels. So
0: four cask finish. That's what they're calling it. The four barrels that you mentioned.
1: Yep, and that's that is why this is such a cool, delicious, delicious product.
0: It so. really is. And it's, it's sipping. And I see how these glasses, because a lot of people do shots of this. Right. Which,
1: Th- these aren't shooting whiskeys. These, no. are, these are sippers. This is a uh, relax and enjoy. If you're going to shoot, stick with the old standard Jameson.
0: I love yeah. <laughs> ah Good times. Good times. So what other than these two, what is the biggest trend that you see in the whiskey scene just across the world?
1: Just that there's there's companies popping up left and right. I mean, there's the amount of whiskeys of any category that you can get now versus even three years ago. It's There's triple. There's quadruple the amount of brands out there. Right. Um, and some of them are really good, and some of them are really crappy with, right. a, with a good backer so they can get nationwide distribution.
0: Some some of them taste like cinnamon, is that what you're saying?
1: Um <laughs> or or the the cleaning products that they clean the stills out with in between, oh, you know. <laughs> oh
0: man. So Yeah, but, and and so I'm I'm referencing Fireball. It's obviously <laughs> very popular for a shot type of thing, and it says on the bottle cinnamon whiskey. It's so what what of, is the a liqueur, category that, that makes it a whiskey or not because that's kind of a sweet drink. Right. We don't think of whiskey as being sweet, so I guess you can make a whiskey that's sweet. It's okay. There's no rule against it.
1: I mean, I would, I would call it a liqueur. Like Southern Comfort is made out of whiskey, but mm-hmm. it's a liqueur because okay. it's sweet and it's spiced. So as soon as you're adding these other additives to it, it's, it's not really, I mean, they'll put whiskey on the, on the packaging because right. they're allowed to because it's made out of whiskey at its base. Okay. But as soon as you have all these additives and now the proof is going down too, Mm-hmm. So these are both full proof or above. Yeah,
0: what, what was, I know, uh, the other one was 46.
1: So the Tullamore Dew is exactly, it's 80. I mean, it's your standard base. 40, proof. 80
0: proof, 40%. Yeah. Okay.
1: But uh, something like a Fireball, that might be 70. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But so part of it, part of the reason it's good is because we're lowering the proof, so there's less burn, and we're adding a ton of sugar. I mean, right. a ton of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the spices to cover up the flavor of the whiskey. Right. So really, they could use any base spirit, but... I, I, whiskey was picked for whatever you know
0: <laughs> this is really really delicious Dew single malt four cask finished it's at age 10 years
1: and it'll be the only one that's the 10 year so if you see a 10-year bottle of Dew, it's this one okay um, so there shouldn't be any confusion of that you know it's a great
0: gift it. if you're looking for somebody who loves Irish whiskey this is a special occasion one, I would say.
1: Absolutely. And it might be something they've never had before. Mm-hmm. They've heard of Tullamore Dew, but they think that's a lower-end brand. But this is right. kind of – this is really a –
0: Top of the line.
1: It really is. Yeah. I mean, the way it drinks, it's, it's beautiful stuff.
0: Great. Well, this is delicious. But we're going to take a quick break because you're going to start getting ready to demonstrate and let us taste – the special cocktail, what's it called, that you made for us?
1: Uh, we're going to drink an Irish goodbye in a minute.
0: An Irish goodbye. <laughs> That's great. Okay, we'll talk about my Irish exit skills <laughs> when we come back on The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, with The Sipping Point. We're back with John Roosing from Bad Decisions. We tasted two delicious whiskeys, Teeling Whiskey and the Tillamidoo 10-year single Single malt Irish whiskey. I always want to say scotch there, but this is an Irish whiskey because we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day. It's is the season. I know. I'm looking forward to it. A few days from now. Okay. So I tasked you not only to bring us those great whiskeys, but then to, because I might sip a little of this, but I think these are going to taste delicious in a, in a cocktail. Delicious. Woo! 80 proof. Going to my head. Delicious in a cocktail. So what do you have?
1: So um, the cocktail we're going to make today is a variation on a last word, which any decent cocktail bar should be able to to wrangle one up for you. Um, So normally it would be gin, fresh lime, green chartreuse, and maraschino liqueur.
0: Last word.
1: Last word. So instead we're going to lose the gin and put in Irish whiskey, and it's going to be an Irish goodbye instead.
0: Ah. Well, there's a joke, you know, about the Irish exit. Exactly. You know, if you're... Drinking a little bit and you just fade into the background. I guess the new current term for it is called ghosting. <laughs> you know, when you're at a party and it's just too much trouble to go around and say goodbye to everybody. You just go. You
1: just kind of disappear.
0: Right. Yep. It's no offense to anybody. You just got to go when you got to go.
1: Well, and this drink is strong enough that you might have to. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, that was the whole point of the last word is the bartender gets the last word by giving you this.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, because that's it. You're just going to go. Done. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, let's see what you got. Put All it right. together. So so tell me as you go along. So
1: this is a very easy one to remember. So okay. even if you've been working on a couple of bottles of Irish whiskey, <laughs> it's equal portions, one ounce of each. Okay. So one ounce of your whiskey. And we're going to use the tealings because, again, like I said, even though it's great, it's cheap enough that we can actually mix with it and not Perfect. feel bad. So one ounce of whiskey. One ounce of maraschino liqueur and not maraschino cherry juice, or I'll come to your house and hit you.
0: This is clear. Yes, totally different. (laughs) Uh,
1: Green chartreuse. Yep. And fresh lime. Okay. Let's see it. And then we're going to shake it and serve it up.
0: And you're shaking it with ice. With ice. Oh, yes. But you're straining out the ice or leaving the ice?
1: Oh, yeah. We'll strain the ice out and serve it in a martini glass. Um, You could serve this on the rocks, but really traditionally... A last word is a is an up drink, and also because of the green chartreuse, it's going to be a nice bright green color for St Patrick's Day.
0: Very festive, so. I like it. All right. So, what are you going to be? You're going to be doing specials um, on the whiskey. Yep. But your other business, tell us while you're mixing this up about your other business.
1: Well, the other business, St Patrick's Day is kind of our our warning because Easter's right around the corner. And Easter, as you know, everyone's going to have to line up for their kielbasa. (laughs) So there will be lines down the block, as there are every year, very soon, very shortly.
0: Well, and Chris, our producer here, is saying that his family, Ostrinsky's, am I saying it right?
1: Ostrowski's.
0: Ostrowski's, see? (laughs) Dang. Ostrowski's. That is the place to get your kielbasa for Easter. So
1: that is, it's the Baltimore tradition.
0: All right. I guess I'm going to have to adopt this tradition. Do we... Um, I can li-
1: I can pour some little guys for you to try, too, but there's your, that is oh, your wow, martini. Oh,
0: it's beautiful. Let me take a quick little... Bright green and quite strong. Photo of this. Great. All right. And how many different cocktails do you make <laughs> at Bad Decisions? Is it even... Are you able to quantify that?
1: Um, hundreds, thousands. I mean, the cocktail menu itself is a notebook with a couple hundred drinks in it, and that's kind of the beginner jumping-off menu. The bartenders can do a lot from there.
0: Love it. All right. So let's, uh, I don't want to drink this all myself. I don't okay. know if we want to divvy it up. or.
1: I got more in the shakers. So oh, I okay. You, I can pour you a little
0: splash. In your Perfect cup. in here. That's great. Because that's the kind of host I am. I like to share my drinks. There you go. Ooh, this smells delicious. And I love lemon, lime, and cocktails.
1: The fresh citrus is, is mm-hmm. a game changer, if
0: using it versus not using it. Oh, that's oh like- really nice, refreshing. Yeah, I like that. And after a day of drinking beer, this probably is great to be the Irish goodbye. Yeah,
2: the
1: the night the night night drink. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it tastes delicious, but it's deceptively strong because the green chartreuse is a very strong spirit.
0: I really love it. It's very good. All right, what do you, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to be working on some Pat- St. Patrick's? Are going to go to other bars?
1: I'll probably be hanging out at my bar to try to walk people through what they're drinking with the Irish whiskeys. You know, most people are going to come in and order a Jameson, and I'm going to say, why don't you try
0: <laughs> this instead? Let me help you find something better.
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but getting the same drink at every bar is boring. Right. So if this is your fourth bar and you're going to get a Jameson and a Guinness at every bar, that's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to get them to try one of these other right, more unusual ones that in a lot of cases are way more delicious and usually the same price I mean, it's not its not like a huge price jump to try one of these other ones.
0: Right. Have you been to Ireland?
1: I haven't. I haven't. I know.
0: It's I, on my bucket list. I don't really
1: get out of Baltimore much for some reason.
0: <laughs> well, you own two businesses, <laughs> um, so I think you're a little bit busy. If folks want to um, get in contact with you or, I guess, you know, obviously come into bad decisions, do you have anything online they should look to to find out more about buying their kobasa for Easter or activities you have going on at the bar? I mean,
1: we kind of push all our events out through Facebook. so okay. Bad Decisions and Ostrowskis both have a, a their pretty, own Facebook yep, pages, and that's okay.
0: We'll put links on the wine, the WineCoach so people can easily yeah. find it.
1: And we're on Twitter too, of course, but that's more silly. That's not necessarily useful business information.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Well, then you need to follow on Twitter. Is it at Bad Decisions?
1: It's Bad Understore Decisions. Okay. Uh, whoever has at Bad Decisions won't give it to me, and they're mean.
0: Hmm. <laughs>
2: we
0: need to give it up. Give it up. All right. So John Roosing from Bad Decisions. This is delicious. We have to take a break so we can finish this cocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back on The Sipping Point. You're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. All the information from today's show, the Irish whiskey, the recipe for the cocktail will be at thewinecoach.com. St. Patrick's Day, Chris. It's coming up. What are you going to do? Tuesday. Uh, I know people are celebrating right now.
2: Yes, they are. All day. But I'm
0: waiting for the actual day. I'm a purist in that way.
2: The weekend, you know, weekends are easier. Uh, to of celebrate, course. because people have jobs and oh, such. Oh, right. Yeah. it's
0: well <laughs> That Monday through Friday, 9 perks, to 5. Few kinda... perks of working for yourself. I've <laughs> declared it a holiday on Tuesday. But and... you know, the thing is, uh,
2: St. Patrick's Day being on a Tuesday is not going to stop anybody.
0: Absolutely not. It's,
2: the bars will be ridiculous. Baltimore,
0: Annapolis is a great place, yeah. too, to celebrate. I'm sure
2: you go down to D.C., Adams Morgan, oh, Georgetown, it's going to be ridiculous. I recommend you go to Bad Decisions right here on I know, he's
0: awesome. Isn't he John Roosie? John's I, a great guy. I could have him every show, and I just... And his whiskey He is drinks. not afraid to say what he really thinks, and <laughs> no, I love that is about not.
2: him. <laughs> that, is, that whiskey cocktail, the Irish Goodbye, is that what he called it? Yes. Delicious. I know. I could drink them probably half the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, I probably couldn't. We'll do that one show. They're
2: tasty enough, <laughs> but I don't know if the alcohol content would allow me such luxuries in life.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, if you're looking... Outside of St. Patrick's Day yeah. to have a fun night of tasting wine. Okay. And laughing and being with your friends and hanging out with the wine coach.
2: I also enjoy Blah. that. Yes.
0: Maybe you want to mark your calendar for April 10th. I'm doing my Something to Wine About comedic wine tasting show at the Oregon Grill. Oh, nice. In Hunt Valley. Okay. Um, if you go to, you know, normally I do my ladies' events there. So yeah. go to the slash women. That's my special page for them. Right. All the information, it's going to be a dinner, and I'm going to do my comedy show over dinner. So you're going to have dinner, wine, and lots of laughs. So
2: are dudes invited, or is this another women's yes, thing? Okay. dudes are invited so this finally, time. So finally, finally
0: the finally, bros. Finally, men and women <laughs> The bros can me. come out and see the wine <laughs> yeah, show. Exactly. And I've been doing my show all over the country, Chicago, New York, and people keep saying, when are you going to do it in Baltimore? Yeah. Well, here's your chance, April 10th. You're a jet setter. Well, you know. Limousine riding, a wine coach has to make a living. You know what I mean. (laughs) I got to pay the bills. I got to pay the bills. Um, We mentioned the kielbasa.
2: Yeah, Ostrowski's.
0: Ostrowski's. I finally have it right. Very tasty. So good. But you know what? Sometimes it's a bummer to have to cook on Easter. It's true.
2: It's a lot of work. It's uh, a lot of work, and you know, and sometimes you have to split families. So
0: sometimes you have to cook two dinners a day. It's not even the like cooking, because you know I don't do that in my house. It's the yeah. cleaning. <laughs> I'd rather got to well, clean your entire house. I like to do clean both. Up after dinner, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're thinking about making my favorite dish for Easter called reservations, <laughs> I suggest you talk to my friends oh. at the Oregon Grill. They have delicious food, and you know what's great about them on the holidays is they don't make up some ridiculously priced prefix menu. They let you order whatever you want off their menu. And they have a couple private rooms. Mm -hmm. Perfect if you're trying to get together you know, all your families. Um, Or just go in there on a normal night or Sunday for brunch. Love
2: me some brunch.
0: Delicious. Call them at 410-771-0505. Blaine is usually answering the phone there in the front, Blaine or Devin, and they're always great. Don't have to work work at the parking, or worry about the parking, I yeah. should say, um, they'll take your reservations and treat you
2: like a rock star. Don't they have 25% off bottles of wine one night of the week? Tuesdays, Tuesdays right? Tuesdays are their special
0: night in the bar. Yeah. 25% all bottles off the list. It's and a great deal. Every night, actually, there's something special. Wednesdays, I think it's $5 Prosecco glasses Ooh. and shrimp it's, I could get There's down something with that. every night I mean it's the place to be um they have four dining rooms for any corporate events or special dinners and if you're gonna have a corporate event you know what you can hire me that? to host it for there you, you go. Yeah. so just go to the winecoach.com click on speaking and you can kind of get an idea give me a call and I'll set everything up work out the menu the wine pairings the whole nine
2: yeah and they can also find you you have an app
0: I do. The Wine Coach. Just go to the App Store for iPhone and Android. But again, if you want to go to the Oregon Grill for Easter or any other night, you want to call them at 410-771-0505 or go to theoregongrill.com. Um, next week, we're going to be back to explore the recipe for delicious life, as we always do. Always. But special thanks to our sponsors, She Lexus of Annapolis, Wine World, the Oregon Grill, and our newest advertiser, Hair of the Dog, Wine and Spirits in Easton.